Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday, and I am the only voice you all are going to hear this week. Isaac, tied up doing some things. But hey, now normally me and Isaac record these podcasts on a Monday, Monday morning to be exact. Now Monday, Isaac was ready. He was good, but I couldn't. I had to get to work, have some things to do. But anyway, the Rams have some things to do, but the Rams haven't done too many things since I last talked to you all, but a couple of things have happened since then. Uh, We lost another player. Lost another player, this time center Austin Blythe. Signs with the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, know, he's a solid, solid, it's not a big loss, but it is a loss. And this is why I say that, because that offensive line is going to be extremely important. It's always extremely important, but especially next season when we got the new quarterback coming in, Matthew Stafford, and, you know, trying to get that offense going. So anytime you got a little shakeup in your offensive line, it, you know, it, it may cause some problems, but it is something to talk about. And the reason why it's something to talk about, Austin Blythe now, you know, he's a good, solid center. Not only that, he's been dependable. Blythe started all but one game over the last three years. So every time you saw the Rams take the field, he was out there. That means he knew what he was doing and he did a good job at what he was doing. Because if you don't, your ass ain't out there if you ain't playing well. Especially if you're a center. You got to know everything. You got to know the line calls. You got to know the defense. You got to know the defensive front. You got to be paying attention to the linebackers. You got to do everything. And you got to make sure that ball is snapped. So Austin Blythe. Hate to lose you, man, but good luck to you in Kansas City. You know, you've been you you've given us a lot, especially, man, starting all but one game over the last three years. You've been solid for us, so and dependable. I appreciate that. Now, see, losing him, it just goes with some other players we've lost, but we've added some pieces on offense, so we should be okay. Hopefully we'll be okay. NFL players are not okay with what the NFL just did. NFL voting. To have a 17-game NFL season next next season. And a lot of players don't like it. And I don't blame them. 17 games are a lot. It's a lot of games. 16 games are a lot of games. And I can see why the players are upset. That's a lot of wear and tear on your body, man. And not only that, they signed their contracts, getting paid for their contracts, 
based off a 16-game season, most of them. So now the owners then pop the season up another game on them. So, you know, it's almost like they, hey, they feel like they're going to be getting short shortchanged. Because when you're negotiating with your contract, man, you're thinking the 16-game season, you think about what you're going to get paid per year, then you think about what you're going to get paid per game. Now they added another game on them. But it's really deeper than that, man. 17 games, man, as I said, bro, that it, football is tough. It's tough, especially on this level. You have to give guys time off so they can heal, get healthy, rest, so they'll be fresh. But then you go and add another game. I don't mad at them. I, I ain't mad at them. I'd be upset too, man. That's just greed. You're making enough money. See, the owners can vote on these things, man. They're not the ones out there playing. They're not the ones out there putting their body on the line. A lot of them thinking like, well, hey, we paying y'all millions of dollars. Do what we say. That's how they feel. And that's 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 truly how they feel. So to add 17 games, man, hey. But what that mean for the Rams? Same thing it means for all the other teams. Sean McVay has to do a better – he's going to have to do even a, a more uh, – uh, do a better job and being proactive, keeping his best players, his superstar players rested and healthy and make sure they don't have too much wear and tear. That's going to start in the offseason. That's going to be in training camp. And it's going to be during the season. I know the Rams already have a practice of – Letting players like Aaron Donald and, you know, big-time players like that kind of rest during the week, get like one practice in during, you know, before a game. So it's going to have to be even more than that. But even when you're adding another game, you know you're going to have injuries. You're going to have dudes sore, man. So the Rams have to get even more depth at places like offensive line, defensive line, linebackers. And I say these positions for sure because these are the positions that pretty much hit every play. Offensive line and defensive line hitting every play. If an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman is not hitting somebody every play, they're not doing their job. Offensive lineman definitely should be smacking somebody every play. A defensive lineman should be engaging somebody every play. So adding another game is that the Rams have to look at depth specifically in those two positions, offensive linemen and defensive linemen. Which means not only for the people you have on the roster, you got to put some, you know, you have you have to have a couple of dudes on, on the practice squad. Running back, I guess we got three now. Need to add another one. And wide receiver, you know, you have injuries with your wide receivers, man, but they don't have to hit every play. They don't have to sit and be physical every play. So that shouldn't really hurt you too much. But just looking at that 17-game season, man, and looking at how the Rams need to approach that, they're going to have to get more depth at those positions. And really, man, when we think about defensive linemen, we just think about Aaron Donald. We just kind of let it go. But dude, you know, you see what happened? He got hurt last season. 
Our defense still was effective, but of course it wasn't the same. It's not the same. Even when he tried to go out there, he was not the same, but he tried to go out there. He was hurt. You ain't going to get another Aaron Donald, but you do need to be able to put somebody in there, man, that can group and couple with someone else you have on that defensive line that can raise some hell. But 17-game NFL season, man, more money for the owners, same money for the players. Players don't like it. I ain't mad at them. But the Rams haven't done too much over the last week, you know, getting ready for the draft, still in the offseason, getting some things done, looking forward to next season, trying to continue to build this team to be Super Bowl champions next season. And a lot of people feel that the Rams should go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl next season based off the moves they've made this offseason. Those moves including, we know, trading Jared Goff to the Detroit Lions and bringing Matthew Stafford to town. Balling out. And we know that's just was such a huge move. Getting Matthew because we need to get a quarterback. Now we've got a quarterback at... Looks like reports said Matthew Stafford had minor thumb surgery last month or sometime here recently. And the basically thing is, so what? It's minor. And it's the offseason. We don't need him to do anything right now. So if you had to do some things or had to have some surgery or something done, this is the time to do it. I mean, it's good to talk about. It's good to know that he had minor thumb surgery, but let's, let's you know how serious it was because we didn't hear about it. Just not hearing about it now. He ain't worried about it. I wouldn't worry about it either if I was a Rams fan. But anyway, Matthew Stafford, big-time quarterback coming to the L.A. Rams. He's extremely excited, as we talked about, and which he should be because now he has a legitimate chance to, you know, go to a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl, make a deep playoff run. Sean McVay and Les Snead and the Rams players think he's the piece we've been missing. Rams fans definitely think he's the piece We've been missing. And just to see Matthew, man, you know, finally officially sign and get to L.A. and tour SoFi Stadium, just a beautiful thing. You know, I had been the Lions quarterback for 12 years, and and to switch teams was something that was new and fresh and foreign, so I'm just trying to get my bearings and get used to it as quickly as possible. But at the same time, it's an exciting thing for me and my family and hopefully the Rams fans and players. From the facilities to the stadium to the fan experience, you could just tell how amazing it's going to be when that place is full of Rams fans. It's an incredible place. I can't wait to make it home. Stafford sounding extremely excited, and I don't blame him. One of the reasons he's a big reason he's extremely excited because the Rams go out and get him to throw the Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, those two good receivers. But not only that, they went out and got him a deep threat. Got themselves a deep threat, but got Matthew Stafford a deep threat as well. We talked about it. We know the Rams going out and signing Deshaun Jackson, bringing Deshaun Jackson back home to Cali, where he's from, which I still said I love the move because the Rams needed to go out and get a deep threat. Deshaun Jackson has been a deep threat. He's a little older now, but the dude is still fast and he still can be a deep threat if he can stay healthy. But listening to Deshaun, he says, you know, this offseason has been pretty good. He's been able to stay healthy. 
it's, it's a great feeling. It's a great space right now where I'm at um, in my life and in my career. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, the past few seasons I've been uh, dealt with some injuries. But uh, as far as right now, I'm feeling great, feeling I'm 100% healthy. The rehab process has been going um, very well, um, especially good to be back home to use some of the greatest trainers I have here uh, to take advantage of that. So, um, you know, it's, it's still at the at the point where, you know, we're in March. You know, I haven't hit the ground running, you know, crazy yet, just kind of easing my way back into it. But the process has been great. Um, you know, the support has been great. Obviously, to be back home is a great addition for my family and, you know, for where I'm at in my career. So, you know, the welcoming obviously feels great. And I, I just kind of can't wait to get out there and get going with my teammates and just kind of build with, you know, what we want to do here in L.A. All Rams fans are hoping that Deshaun stays healthy and is able to get out there and just ball out, hook him up, do his thing. And we talked about, as we said, Deshaun coming to L.A. Rams, and this is what we needed. We needed somebody that could stretch the field, that could take the top, take the top off the defense, which we got that now with Deshaun Jackson and Deshaun joining those two good, very good receivers we have in Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. So now we got Woods, we got Cup, and we got Deshaun. Deshaun knows the kind of unit he's coming to and the kind of things that he can provide for this unit, and he's extremely excited to be teamed with a Woods and with the Cup. To implement me with, you know, those other guys who've been doing a great job here in L.A., uh, you know, for me is a very exciting um you know, thing to look forward to because where I'm at in my career, you know, just the knowledge and, you know, what I've learned so far, you know, I'm able to kind of get back to these young guys, you know, like Coop, uh, Rob, you know, with their success and where they're at in their career. So for me, I'm just glad to be addition and add anything I can to help them better their games or, you know, probably things I've saw and witnessed in my career, maybe kind of just get back to them as well too. So it's, it's a building, you know, I'm, I'm a sponge as well. I'm coming in ready to learn and, you know, ready to teach as well too. So, you know, I'm just looking forward to, to the camaraderie, just building the upbringing um, as far as, you know, just kind of wanting to create, you know, what I know they've been doing here in L.A., which is win. So I'm just kind of happy to be addition to that. Now, a lot of people have something to say about the sun coming home to California. I'm happy about it. And I said this maybe last episode or maybe a couple of ep- not last episode that the sun coming back to Cali, coming back home where he's from, where his family is from. It's a good thing now. Now, when he was younger, probably wouldn't have been a good thing because, you know, when you're younger and you're coming home, a place you're familiar with, hanging out with family and friends that you're familiar with, you're still a little wild, still a lot immature, not probably wouldn't be the best thing. And you know what? Deshaun, as badly as he would have loved to play in California back then in his younger days, he even admits and he says that right now coming home, it's the perfect time because that may not have been the best time when he was younger. This is the perfect time for me to come back to L.A. Because if, if it would have been when I was younger or uh, even like five, six years ago, like I just was at a different point in my life where, you know, it probably wouldn't have been the best thing. But now where I'm at, you know, 34 years old, going on my 14th season, you know, just where I'm at as a family man, how, you know, I'm very focused on my kids and my family It's just – I'm not that young stage no more where I'm worried about hanging out and going to clubs and partying. Like, I'm just at a different space in my life. So right now is the perfect fit, and it's the perfect time. It couldn't have been any other time. So like I say, 
everything happens for a reason. You know, God puts, you know, uh, you know, you know, a time place in front of you. And it's like, you have to kind of relive or, you know, be in moments where it's like, it's, it's already happening. It's the purpose for you to be here. So in year 14, it couldn't be no better. For me, man, um, you know, Los Angeles, California, being born and raised here in, in L.A., man, is, is very personal for me. I feel like, you know, being able to have that upcoming, in, you know, background from me being able to be raised here when I go all across the world, you know, it's it's like a demeanor you carry yourself with. It's a, it's a swag you have. So for me to be back here in L.A., man, I, I know, you know, the inner cities very well. I come from that. And, you know, I, I just want to get it reach back and, and, and you know, help pull people out, you know, of the, the property, the slums where we're stuck at, you know, we don't really have opportunities to get out of there and go see th things different. So for me, you know, I'm continuously, you know, in, in those areas to, you know, just help kind of change the mentality, you know, from how we was raised and what we grew up doing, uh, you know, just to really be on some positivity going out and, you know, having kids stay in school, you know, stay off the street, stay away from drugs and just really create platforms and opportunities for these young kids that, you know, have somebody to kind of lean on when, you know, they feel like they're down and out and they don't have no one to listen to or, you know, to get answers from, you know, I, that's kind of what I, you know, and see myself bringing here to the city is, you know, something I've already really been doing. So once again, excited to be back here to be able to just kind of reach back and grab people out, out of, you know, the areas. SoFi Stadium is, you know, where I really started playing football um, before they even built the stadium. That area was Darby Park. And, uh, you know, I used to play at Darby Park as a little kid, man. So like being there in the stadium, man, and just kind of walking on the grass and just really feeling that, that atmosphere, man, it was, it was it was something intriguing about that just because, you know, it's like a rich blood. It's just like, you know, I, I've been there, you know, when I was a kid and, you know, on these fields competing at a young age and, you know, the, the, what turned out for me to be, you know, this you know, professional athlete that's, you know, been making in the NFL for a long time and doing some great things. So for me to be here on my stomach grounds, you know, it's areas that I'm very familiar with, man, it's, it's not a better feeling, man. I, I look at it like, you know, almost when LeBron went back to Cleveland and won a, a championship for, you know, Cleveland, Ohio. So that's what I'm here for, man. That's all I'm really worried about. You know, I'm at that point in my career where I'm not worried about myself anymore. Like I've accomplished a lot of things, Pro Bowls, you know, 10K plus yards, you know, uh, the accolades are there. You know, at this point in my career, man, I'm, I'm about winning, man. And, you know, when we was going through this situation with, you know, Sean McVay and, you know, uh, you know, the, the Rams and just trying to figure out if it even could work, you know, the possibility of, you know, getting a contract that, you know, is somewhat deserved, but at the same time, it's not always about money. It's about really trying to come here and win, man. And that's, you know, my number one priority. Good stuff, good stuff. Looking forward to seeing what Deshaun Jackson and Matthew Stafford is going to add to this Los Angeles Rams offense, this Los Angeles Rams team, because it's more than what they can provide on the offensive side of the ball. They're vets. They're leaders. They'll be able to teach. They'll be able to coach. They'll be, able, they'll be able to lead because people are going to be watching them, looking at their energy, their body language, everything they do, how professional they are. So looking forward to adding them to the squad, got them to the squad. And just and, and what I'm really looking forward to see what our Rams going to do in the NFL draft, though, this, the draft this year. Got to go out and get a linebacker. That's what I say, man. You got to address defense. Got to. Defense, offensive line. That's what I do. Defensive, offensive line. That's, that's what I do. Got to. Got big Whitworth coming back, but we need that offensive line solid because we got the quarterback, we got the running backs, we got the receivers, tight end good. You need that offensive line to make it all work because they are the ones that make it all work. You can talk about the quarterback all you want to, but I don't care how good your quarterback is if the offensive line is some trash. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But anyway, I want to thank you all for listening because that's going to do it for this edition of Ramblings. 
With Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday, I'm out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.